When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now? Hello, everybody. I am your guest comptroller, Ryan Ridley. Harmontown is now in session. Please welcome your game master, Spencer Crittenden. And of course, the mayor of Harmontown, Thank you very much. Uh, thank you for having me back here, here in the city of angels. Did you know that's what Los Angeles means? Yeah, of course. Where? So where's the city part of that? That's a, a Los Angeles. Where does? It, where's the city? I know enough Spanish oh, to know like we're being taken angels. for a ride. Yeah. It Did means you? the city of angels. No, I think it means the angels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did or, you? Get- or or. Los Angeles is like short for some ridiculous, stupid long name. Did you guys know that? La Ciudad de Angeles? <laughs> no, it's, it's, I mean, it's at least four times that many syllables, I believe. I don't know it, so this is worthless. <laughs> I stopped listening because I was not, because, because I'm a flawed person, is why I stopped listening. Well, I mean. <laughs> You made the right choice. No, no, don't, don't self-deprecate. It was a dead end. Hi, how you, how you doing, Ridley? I'm good. I'm a yeah. lot less nervous than the last time I oh, was okay. here. Yeah. Still more nervous than Jeff, though. Oh God, yeah. Yeah. Of course. He's never. Is he ever nervous? Any, any time? I think he channels it via like tubes down his back, like what? actual, actual visible tubes down. Like that's why he always wears a suit. Uh, it's it's to mask his his dune armor that like takes his nervousness. It goes into his balls, obviously, because the more nervous he should be, the bigger his balls get. Uh huh. Which makes you go, oh, he's not nervous, and he's like, not anymore. Uh huh. <laughs> not thanks to ball direct. And 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 some of you ladies and I'm not I I I I, I my, my my strong fierce totally equal agency addicted Armenian females, um, you're going. What's the big deal with balls? What about the uh, puffy uh, parts of the labia? Is that the? Do you don't you don't go by where just the part where on the body That's where it not hangs the down? Equivalent, yeah. No. All right. Well, I'll keep researching. I was I was trying to come in, you know, I was trying to be an understanding man, but I guess I need to look into it a little more. I know it's the ovaries. <laughs> uh, okay. So my lovely, speaking of labia, uh, my wife, Erin uh, McGathy, or as they call her in her homeland, Erin McGathy, uh, she's over in Ireland right now. She left for uh, New York. To go on an hour, a month-long uh, uh, 
Vision Quest? You said something like Vision yeah, Quest Identity is, Quest is what you call it. I said it. Identity Quest because Vision Quest, we say that now to, uh, I think, impugn. Mm-hmm. If your friend Kevin, g- g- oh, you like know, sarcastic, yeah, you're kind of like, uh-huh. oh, Kevin's on his vision a walk quest. Walkabout, yeah, uh, walkabout. Maybe we should bring back vision quest. Is kind of like we need to let that soil heal, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, I, and let me shed a, an extra tear for the Native American people who came up with the vision quest. As far as I know, uh, only to see it go from go being magical to hack. Like, <laughs> imagine that they're like now that. First, first my life, then, then all this litter in the 70s. Mm-hmm. Now, now my comedic uh, chops. They get, a, they get a tough break. Now I'm, now I'm the new Abe Lincoln, mm-hmm. says a guy who's effectively slaughtered by Lincoln. Uh-huh. Slaughtered by him. Every slave he freed cost an Indian a life. <laughs> Look it up! Don't look it up. Don't look it up because I'm afraid I'm wrong. Don't look it up because let's ugh, don't 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 spend your night that way. Don't 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 look it up because you have people in your life that need you and neighbors that are afraid of you. I don't even know how you'd look that up. What would that even look like <laughs> in a Google search? Uh, <laughs> what would the results well, be? Have, you, I don't want to answer the question because you'd have to break it down into unfunny things about actual genocidal statistics. <laughs> Speaking of statistics, I don't know. I don't want to jump to that. Erin's <laughs> in Ireland and she's in a different time zone, so I don't know. She's sending me police brutality statistics. Uh, so we'll get, we'll check in with her department and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just a while, we've got we've got Fred Fredrickson on the on the Fred floor. Fred, how's it going down there with all those Freds? Well, the Freds are spread from floor to ceiling. It's a Fred room. <laughs> all right, Fred. Well, more on that later. Now we go to Steve. Uh, Steve, how's it, what's it going on in Hawaii? Well, I bet you thought there was going to be Steves here, but I'm just in Hawaii. Back to you, Rick. <laughs> Fred, Fred, you okay? Oh my God, Fred's drowning in Fred's. Steve, do something. I'm in Hawaii, Rick. I can't do anything. Was your name Rick? So, so she's in Hawaii. She's not in Hawaii. She's in she's in Ireland, Aaron, and uh, uh, you know I had to I I uh, I, I have to. You know, I have a, uh, like I, you know, I was like, like she was, she was registering uh, sadder things earlier before me and then checking in with me and going, you know, I'm leaving for a month. And I'd be like, yeah. And then she's like, well, are you sad that I'm leaving for a month? And I'd be like, yeah, of course. I'm, I feel things differently than you, you know? <laughs> Like and I and I do and I did and I, I and I but and then I like an hour before she her car pulled up to the hotel in New York I was like I this wave of panic it was like I haven't it's, 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 it's a maximum of three days ever of not seeing this person uh, and uh, and yeah just and then I and I was so excited to text her well, I'm really bummed out <laughs> and, and she was like yay. Um, so it, you know, stuck her in a car, and off she goes to the airport to go to Ireland, her 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 ancestral homeland, where she, she's it's it's a it's a 
you did the you did the Israeli yeah. version of this. Yeah. This is a, a, a it's a goy yeah. goy kibitz. Much more dangerous. Not that it's a competition, but <laughs> <laughs> I was definitely risking my life more. We must have talked about this uh, uh, like on the show, but when you went over, I had all other friends that went to Israel and did the thing, and they said that there were decoy bus stops. Decoy bus stops? Secret, secret real bus stops down in a secret place, and then a big fake public Sesame Street bus stop for, for getting blown up. <laughs> So it still results in people getting blown up. No, no, no. They don't uh-huh. send people to. <laughs> no, it's they. They tell everybody, shh, it's just for Jews. Uh-huh. The, the the secret. It's a secret. But look, I heard this from a Jewish guy. This is not me. I, I'm. I will be very happy to find out this isn't true. I mean, you guys sound like Smurfs a little bit. Well, no, nobody told me about the secret bus stop. So. Okay. I bet it was like one thing. I uh, bet it was like a. I bet it's like a. I bet that's an urban legend created from somebody. I from like one stretch of road where they built a. You know, like it was some apocryphal, like based on a real one real yeah, incident. The closest ever. I was in a bus stop in the West Bank, and there was a um, concrete slab next to it, and they said it was because of snipers protecting you from snipers. Just that was real. Just while you're at the West Bank, because that's where all the money is, or. <laughs> That's the the opposite. So when, when they, that's when they, where all the money is not. When they when they added the ATMs at the West Bank, the, uh-huh. they had to they had to add a sniper barrier. Oh God, Dan! <laughs> Get them while they're withdrawing their money from the West Bank. I'm gonna look it up later, and I'm gonna have a really uh, smart conversation on the same about site Israel. As the uh, Indians. Uh, slaves. Yes. Data. Yeah. So geopolitically, I'm on it, mm-hmm. and uh, and my and so what what Aaron is on is sort of a yeah. It's the uh, it's the she. It's not she. It's a, <laughs> it's like a website that like I don't even know. It's, I can't describe it without uh, making it sound silly. It's a it's a it's a website that pairs people that are looking to travel with uh, organic farm like nonprofit kind of so a network of a, ne- a nonprofit network of organic farms or businesses that and then the people can go and like I think work for room and board but then you get to just stay there for you know so so at yeah, night you told me it was an her. Irish kibbutz an Irish and kibbutz and I understood what you meant yeah, yeah. what what's a non-Irish kibbutz a uh, kibbutz what is <laughs> <laughs> the kind in Israel, I guess. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna describe a a, a, a real kibbutz because I I'm I it'll somehow I'll, I'll walk over It'll some tripwire. Say trip something wire. again. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll sound. I won't How say can something. It get worse? How can your description possibly be more offensive than the ATM flypaper <laughs> bit? You... Well, that's not okay. All right, see, so you're drawing the anti-Semitic dots of like uh, Jews and money. I get what I you're am? doing. I didn't. That's... The line came out of your mouth between the two dots. <laughs> West. West Bank, bank. It's a the word bank. Oh my God! Wait, you, no one. That was just a horrible coincidence. <laughs> well, I, wait, so you guys were just hanging out in a world where I like hate Jews and 
and that I think it's hilarious that I hate them, and that I, I'm like, oh, I got one. They're getting their money because uh, they're Jews. Money. Bro, bro, I've been hanging out in that world for 10 years. That's as long as I've known you. Well, can somebody, can you put a special tone in the podcast recording? Because if they're a test group, then two million people are about to think that I, and, and they won't wait this long. To, you, you, you can't delete a vulture headline. Uh, you, you, you can't unwrite the 20 pages that are about to get published in Salon uh, that you can write in 10 minutes. Uh-huh. Uh, I think it'll be fine. All right. I'm your Robin Quivers. <laughs> All right. What's a kibbutz? It's like a commune, basically. Oh. In Israel. That's all it is. Okay. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Uh, Do you know what a commune is? Oh, yeah. Okay. Very disappointing. <laughs> You go and you you hoe a, you hoe a potato or or what's a Jewish potato? What's an Israeli potato? A lot and oranges actually. Oh, what did you say? A latka. A latka. You know I was you gonna hoe, make that joke latka. and I I was like say latka it'll get a laugh and uh, I was like no give the real information and I said oranges uh, or dates. Uh, I was just so shaken by the the, the bank thing like I. I was just like, yeah, I'm I'm six years old. It's a bank, right? And everyone's like, oh my god. <laughs> but you were still talking about how the Jews were coming there to get money out. Well, who cares? Yeah, I'm not dumb. Like I'm not uh -huh. I'm not I'm not Peter Sellers in being there. I'm not I'm not like oh I'm so innocent. I'm just saying like my intent couldn't have been more innocent. Like I was doing dumb wordplay. Yeah, I can still call them Jews and say that they're going there. I didn't mean I didn't wasn't making the. <laughs> yeah. Um, no. No. Uh, okay, so Erin's in Ireland. She's on a kibbutz, essentially, which you you now know what that is. I do. And uh, uh, she's gone. She's, yeah. she's 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 ethereal. She's watching. She's right there. But uh, I mean, for oh. the camera. But Hi, Aaron. Can't touch her, uh, and then I thought, you know, the car drives away, and I was, and I went, I had a little, I had a little surprise cry in like a bathroom, but like, and then I was like, but I really, and I pushed it down. I don't, there was the wrong kind of laugh from the back. Thank you. We 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 now live in a world where we know the different kinds of laughs. That was uh, was the wrong kind of laugh. I'm not I'm not judging you. You're free to stay, but I know you are judging me. And I'm calling you out. Hashtag cancel the back row. Uh, so, so, I, but then, so then I suppress it all and I suppress it with the fabric of, I go, I get to play really, really uninterrupted video games. Like, I don't think, and I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think that. You know, Aaron, the truth is Aaron never stopped me, you know. She was never the reason. But but there, it was just like, I just mean with impunity, with no guilt, no mm. shame, you know, like, which is a dangerous thing because I have a lot of shit to do. <laughs> like, like Aaron would always be, she's like, it's five in the morning. And I'd be like, so what? You're not my real mom? <laughs> but now it's just like, oh shit, I forgot to feed the fish or something. You know, it's like, I, stuff will grow on me if I'm not careful. <laughs> so, but but still, I'm very excited. 
and I and I uh, I hook up the uh, the Shadows of Mordor game. Yeah, these kids know what I'm talking about. <laughs> they like they like the Shadows of Mordor. Uh, and they're going through the tutorial. You know, every video game now has a, you know action video game has, has like the the parts where you know they, they they sometimes they work it into the narrative. Sometimes they just go, hey, here's a tutorial. A lot of them seem hard pressed to work into the narrative. I don't, I don't know why you couldn't just say. What do you mean the training part? Yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, like, it seems like we're about 15 years in now of all video games being ironic and working it into the narrative. Mm-hmm. No, I don't know. If they, I think they're putting too much effort on themselves. I think I, know, I mean I don't play a lot of video games. You're talking about in Elder Scrolls when you're in the prison and you in Oblivion yeah, and you get broken out. Yeah. It's kind of like Elder no, Scrolls. Gotta, yeah. That's good. That's like a good version of it because you're doing Look, real yeah. stuff. But it's like the bad ones are like your friend Winslow comes over and he's like, for old time's sake, why don't you wave the stick around? <laughs> Press A to wave the stick. <laughs> you know? I, I thought the weird the weird ones are the ones where they're actually telling you. I think the weirdest one so far is, is uh, New Vegas because they your character is waking up from a near-fatal head wound. A doctor has fixed your brain and is doing a checkup on you. And so, so he wants to make sure your brain works right, so he asks you to associate certain things. And the whole time you're like, well, come on, I know I'm... I know, I know when you ask me that, what you really mean is, do I want to be a demolitions expert? Uh-huh. <laughs> and, I, but, and also, it's just weird that you're asking me to form my own brain from a head injury. Like, I'm always going to think, whenever I blow myself up later, I'm going to be like, I bet I was supposed to be a sniper, and I bet, I, and I, and I bet they shot the judgment part out of my brain. So I'm a monster in this game. Uh, anyways, the, so the, but, they, but they, they always walk you through, okay, here's how you crouch, here's how you run, here's how you... And one of the big things is stealth attack. At the beginning of of, uh, of 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 Shadows of Mordor, you're learning how to stealth attack, but they do a very clever thing because they're also weaving this horrible, tragic thing about this guy who's lost his wife to orcs and goblins and things. He's woke up, woken up as a half dead. Uh, wraith-like being who's tied to another being's curse to be a spirit of vengeance against these orcs and mortars. S- such an awesome game, and uh, the but and and so you, you you're having flashbacks as your tutorials on how to operate the character. So the way you learn to st- stealth kill people is like two minutes into the game, where I'm like, all right, like I cried, I missed my wife, but. <laughs> Fucking, on the other hand, uh-huh. Shadows of Mordor! <laughs> and then the second thing I wrote it down because it said at the bottom of the screen, you, have a, you literally have a, a bouquet of flowers in your hand and you, your wife is up ahead and, it, and you, it, you, it teaches you stealth by you hiding so that you can Aww. surprise her better. And it, and it says at the bottom of the screen, while in stealth, press X to kiss your wife. <laughs> <laughs> And I just started bawling. <laughs> I, got, I didn't start bawling. I, I fucking nailed her. I gave her the flowers. I'm going to kick ass at slitting yeah. people's throats on this game. But, but I was giving her a flower and I was just crying. That, that's like the equivalent of the wax on, wax off. Like you learn right, yeah, by giving I mean, flowers. Yeah. Like, I, I remember. Ah! And you slit an orc's throat. Are you saying for me or are you for the character of the for game? For the character. Well, it's I don't like... think the, I think the character of the game learned how to slit throats. Uh-huh. They're not teaching you that oh. he's learning how to slit okay. throats using flowers and uh-huh. his wife. That yeah. would be the that would be the I craziest. guess that would be a leap, yeah. 
<laughs> the craziest uh-huh. like, like mentor in the world. Because of his they, romance training, he's able to be a, a elite assassin. Yeah, yeah that's or, crazy. Or, or because he's such a lethal assassin, yeah. he recognizes that to kill is, no, is to love. <laughs> This is like a downer, but there's like a Call of Duty game where uh, like you attend a funeral and you can press X to you're supposed to press X to pay respects to the fallen. But you can mess up like if you don't approach it at the wrong angle, like you could press. It'll also pop up press like control pad to vault over the gravestone, (laughs) which is some bad I love I love those unintentional social the, the the things that like all video games have that to the extent that they try to simulate reality try to simulate a world and individuality there's always these gaps where it just it's like uh it's hilarious like like unavoidably sociopathic like the Witcher three the thing like you walk into a guy's hut and he and and you go hey uh, I'm here about the thing you put on the board oh yes my Jessica. Oh, they found her bones outside the troll cave, but the blood trail led off the cliff. I keep telling the preacher that her soul won't come back tormented, but he's making me tie this ear to a branch. Um, I'm afraid ghouls will come and try to eat me because they'll be attracted by the, my daughter's rotting human flesh. Um, so could you come with me and just stave off the ghouls so I can summon my daughter's ghost and just murder her with the arms of her lover um, to banish her soul for all of eternity? Um, uh, and I'll, I'll, give you, I'll give you 20 silver pieces. And then, and then just, just one of your four options is like, uh, how about a hand of Gwent? Uh, which is like this card game and the thing. Or like, it's just like it's just like you would just go like, uh, you're, uh, you're you know giving, checkers. Oh, you want? You're asking him if he'd rather play Gwent instead, or you're offering you, him a deck of Gwent. You're. Uh, I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm so, my punchline demands a really religious knowledge of Witcher oh. Three. <laughs> And I apologize for that. I, I, I was on a I was on a roll halfway through, and I was like, "This is this train is not coming to the station they think it is." And I could have ripped something, but then it would have been like, I, "You would have gone like, why would you play checkers?" And I stuck. I tried. I, I'm really sorry about everything that happened. But I, but I, I, but but all those RPG games, they're always like, like you know, there's like somebody that's like they're just talking forever sometimes about like corpses and their ancestors and stuff, and you can always just go like, "What have you got for sale?" Because <laughs> they just happen to also be a blacksmith. Could you make me a hammer? <laughs> I love the idea of a guy that would really be like that. <laughs> and the, and the, the people would be like, um, yeah, yeah. Um, listen, about that thing earlier. Ching, ching. Here's your hammer. So your wife. Oh, God, thank God. I guess you're just like a strange person, but... Uh, I, I hear, I, I, as I said at the top of the conversation, your reputation precedes you. Um, I, I'm, I'm very disturbed because I have Shadows and Warner is another great, it's like a Batman thing. Hey, what's this, the video game show? I don't know. What did you think it was, Troy? Is that somebody in the audience you're picturing? Yeah. 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 Raise your hand, Troy. <laughs> and your name might not be Troy. I by hate the way. video games and I love Dan Harmon. <laughs> so I. I, that person deserves actually a lot of attention. Actually, um, I think I'm Troy. Well, okay. <laughs> you, haven't, you haven't played in a while. But I just, I'm just talking about in general. Like, like, you don't have to have any familiarity with video games for this conversation to happen. So, as I've often said, the thing that I love most about these video games is inventory management. 
I love, I love, no matter what the game's like, I demand that it be really good, but you know, with the combat, with the, I gotta kill a dinosaur, and I gotta, but I will always, like 90% of the game, as anybody that's ever come into my home will tell you, like, it's just me, it's just a screen of text, and I'm just like sorting cabinets. <laughs> So, and, and then once I do, like I stop playing. Like I'm, I'm like, I, these are my fishing rods. These are my s magical swords. These are these are my swords that I'm probably gonna sell. Cause let's face it, I don't need them, but I also don't need the money at this point. Cause uh, I kind of got to think down to a system. Um, these are my wolf pelts. These are my uncured wolf pelts. Because the thing is, if you, there's a guy in the other town that if you sell them to him, he'll give you an extra gold piece. If you do that a thousand times, you that's a good way to spend an hour. Um, I, I just like I, I'm obsessed. I, I become obsessed with these things that I'm not obsessed with in real life. But then the other, the only other thing that I like, Ryan. Yeah. And this is this is come. This is a segment called uh, Dark Confessions. Is there a music cue for? I know I'm hitting you kind of off guard there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, the, I've, the shadows of murder made me finally I connected the dots because I'm like, why not? I like this game. I like Assassin's Creed. I like the Batman games. I, I like I like these aspects of these games. I like stalking and killing. Yeah. I like s specifically stalking and killing. Yeah. Not fair fighting people, not being honorable. Like I like creepy, horrible. Now, I know this actually. I can relate to this because like creepy like 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 yeah. like like 70s serial killer. Yeah, you don't remember cuz we the one time I did play video games 10 years ago, we were both playing Oblivion and I found out that that was the difference between you and me. Because yeah. I like to go charging into battle with a sword, swinging face to face with my opponents, and you're like, "No, I sneak up behind them and slit their throats." And I was like, "Wow, what's the fun in that?" Because you're, in, because it's a lot. It's like not playing the game. <laughs> Who has the time to I, sneak? I do. I do. I, I can like if you would watch me. Well, now you can with Twitch, but I, if you but but. But I would like if you see me the way that I play video games, where I'm like, like it's just I'm always the, like, like I'll just find some fucking cabinet or like, like a little railing or something where like yeah. it's shaped weird, so the like, like I kind of wiggle in there and then, and the the, the I just wait for the monsters to go, rawr, 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 and then I'm like coward bomb, and it takes like two damage away, and they're like. Rawr, rawr. And I'm like, I got you, motherfucker. Yeah. Hole in the system. It may only be two points of damage, but it's it adds up, baby. And and then I'll so then someone will come in the room and go, What are you doing? And I'll go, I'm slowly blowing up an elephant gorilla that I could probably kill with three hits, but then I'd have to suffer the indignity of that fucking thing touching me. <laughs> I, 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 Thinking that it's better than me, I, I just I like these I like these I like these shadows of Mordor is like it's the ultimate. This is the thing. It's like this is why I now know what I've been doing uh, with video games my whole life, because shadows of Mordor says it. You get your throat slit in the beginning of the game, 
and you wake up a ghost man in hell world. So you kind of don't belong there. But so like everyone's expendable. There's no guilt. Everyone's an asshole. You're an asshole land, which is run by the people that already killed you. Your wife's already dead. Your kids are already dead. You have no idea what's going on. But there's a ghost man saying you have ghost powers now. Go fucking kill people. <laughs> and, and, and but but and here's how you really kill them nice. Like if you get behind them, if you press the X button, then you grab their windpipe and you suck their life essence into your sword and then you take your sword and you stick it and the sword gets more power the harder you choke them and once your sword's full you can stick it in a stone and get a bigger hand for choking two throats at once sold Dark confessions. I, I I fear now as a forty two year old like like well, as we enter the world of increased like virtual. I, I now I now I'm now I'm my mom. Like now I'm ready to say this is going to be trouble. Uh huh. Like the, now I'm willing to say I think if a fourteen year old kid could put on a helmet. Yeah. And Did... like walk around a virtual house with a knife and practice <laughs> being being Michael Myers from Halloween. Like like, like I that that the kid. I, I don't now I can't now I don't know now I'm now I'm now I'm just old, but but uh, but I get to I get to do it all. But then I'm like fuck I choke you in a game. Wouldn't he be satisfied being Michael Myers in just the VR world? You think he'd take it out? I don't out? know. And then there's the question of like, well, if they have the technology to simulate that, then they have the technology to simulate you preventing it and you know understanding that it's wrong and stuff which is what our current video games are there's i heard somebody make a titter the, the, you, you think that that's silly well i mean i mean do good but the, the, through the, video games oh i think actually, we're kinda, i think we're kind of seeing that shift right wait now wait a minute my brother told me he did oculus rift demos and he said that one of them is you walk through a party both as someone getting from the pov of someone getting date raped and also the date raper so like you kind of see like <laughs> uh well okay and it was meant to be an educational like don't date rape people not here's how you do it <laughs> Well, that's a, I mean, the funny thing is that's that's, a, that's like a new face on the. It was like empathizing the, with the victim or something. The origins of pornography is like like it, it had to originally start as like reefer madness. You know, let's like show you, let's show you people smoking pot. Let's mm. show you what you you want to come. You're fascinated with pot smoking, so you're gonna come see this movie called Reefer Madness. But we're gonna we're gonna be protected because we're gonna be telling you. Blah, blah, blah. And then pornography started as sex ed kind of videos. Like, like oh, look at Sally the slut. Here's how you recognize her. She'll be tromping around showing gam when it's not called for to by her job. Um, that's too much gam, Sally. You just got to hope, hope you got enough more gam to walk to the skid row. And they said, what if we take the narrator out? And we just... <laughs> 
That's exactly. Yeah. That's the history of pornography, right? Yeah. It's like, after they slowly were like, well, how educational <laughs> is this? I I just came back from a test screening uh-huh. of Sally Slut, and uh, there weren't a lot of uh, anti-sluts in the audience. Uh, a lot of guys uh, 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 demurely respecting the, f- the the film craft by holding their hats in their laps. Uh, so what is that like, like? Is that was that a positive fart sound? Okay. <laughs> I just I projected onto that like I just heard like my older brother going like that's that's a uh, sentence. Well, it wasn't like it wasn't like a buckled over belly laugh is what you're probably hearing. It was like a you know slow air escape from a balloon. I guess that was kind of funny laugh. Yeah. Yeah. But don't you do that when something's really, really unfunny sometimes? Yeah. Yeah. It, it wasn't your best work. No, no. I. And you know what? I'm, 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 I'm making it up as I go. You asshole. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So the pre- pre- when in stealth, press X to kiss your wife. Just, just. That doesn't necessarily have to be the title of tonight's podcast, but it, <laughs> it, 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 I, 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 it's words to live by. Um, uh, I was going to call... Oh, no. See it? Yeah. Okay. Nope. Thought I had something to talk... Nope. All right. Nope. Nope. No, nothing much really to talk about. Rick and Morty's do, doing, doing good. <laughs> The last of the leaked episodes airs tonight. Yeah. Well, yeah, fe- don't jinx it, baby. Did anybody watch it yet, the leaked episode? No. 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 Really? Wait, so which one is tonight? Last week was the his ex-girlfriend. No, no, that's tonight. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that one leaked. That's why everyone was telling me. Uh, go, go, so it airs tonight. Okay. Yeah. Oh, kids. That one's a bummer. These kids... Hard to write for, hard to sell to, and then they go and steal it. (laughs) (laughs) And then you try to give them something they think will be neat. Uh, Okay, you're into that stuff. How about an Apple Watch? They don't even buy it. They don't like it. They say it's dumb. They say it's like a tiny iPhone on your wrist. Why would I have that? I I need my free hand for for snogging. polyamorous holographic <laughs> snoggin. <laughs> Speaking of shifting definitions and things, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want I don't even know what my job is in this situation, but I feel like, I, have a, I don't have a job. There is no job. There's no policing. There's nothing going on. But I thought it's an interesting, like, part of the conversation to bring up that, like, <laughs> like very funny uh, Rory Albanese uh, on last week in, in New York and, like, I, I I was sitting there, so I think like like there there was a there was a really uncomfortable kind of coincidence that happened, which was that like I don't R- Rory Rory was not looking at if you're if you're listening to the podcast, Rory is not looking at Jane. I don't think I don't think he knows Jane exists or where Jane is. Rory is hearing about Jane verbally, and um and so you, like and then there's a point where Rory is a as a stand-up comic coming from a certain like uh, uh, 
some 90% of the time admirable like instinct for skepticism of of social trend and fad and groupthink and things is is still like like heard I think got got the name wrong Jan or Jane or something wasn't looking at Jane but then like went on went into a kind of riff about and I know it's okay to have boobs these days and whatever you want or the transgender thing and and, and I was like oh god this is terrible because Jane really Jane is a trans Harmontown fan and the the the, that that that's what happened it was just sort of a bumper car crash and I didn't you know I I I thought it was good to let the traffic keep moving rather than stop down the entire show and uh, like I knew that I knew that Jane would probably most likely be tickled by the whole thing, but and I have no idea if anything happened online as a result of that. We're living in tender times, uh, and uh, I but I but I did see a tweet or two that implied that maybe I don't know conversation got generated about that moment because it's like a really important like uh, bottleneck uh, that we're going through all at the same time. Uh, and so there's conversation generated on there. I just, for, for my part, until, uh, I don't know any more information. I just wanted to say I was sitting there on the stool and I don't, there was no, you, you, no one was witness to a microaggression. <laughs> I almost feel dumb, like, like, like being a traffic cop for that. But I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm always like the most bumped out about people hurting each other's feelings. Um, because I know that nobody wants to. I know that nobody would ever, there's so few people that would ever make that choice. If somebody's actually, by the way, here's a trick. Like if somebody's like saying something hurtful to you, uh, it's either a misunderstanding or like they're putting so much energy into trying to hurt you that like they, they must be anticipating the same from you. There's no other reason why they would do that, you know? And the, and they're always drawing that energy from some, some other part of them that's like a a great place for a sneak attack, which is like their respect receptor. Like if somebody's like being a total piece of shit to you, like th- there's almost nothing to lose by even giving that 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 first shot, which is just just being nice. Which by the way, J- Jane always does. Like Jane always meets that stuff with total resilience and and compassion, which is makes you wobble and goes like, oh, I thought this whole thing was about making me feel bad. Um, so, anyways. I got high before the show, and uh... I don't know who any of these people are. I've <laughs> Wasn't only one... heard the episodes I've actually been on, so it's two. <laughs> uh, you can Wasn't... reference those episodes. I'll know what you're talking about. But didn't he say he used to, he he played a lot of Gwent? That guy, Rory. I think, he, yeah, he's but yeah, backstage. Rory. Rory, who's awesome, by the way, was doing this IFC pilot with us. A really, really, really cool guy. Um, uh, yeah, he I th- was it. Him he said or he was stopped it? playing the game. I think because he was just playing Gwent. Yeah. With NPCs. Yeah, I think, yeah. Well, if you overheard that, then it was him for sure. Yeah. 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 He plays. He goes. He plays for the Gwent for you Witcher Three fans. That's some Witcher Three comedy for you. <laughs> he plays for the Gwent. Holy shit! We're gonna bring our guests up. Jesus Christ! What the fuck? I was just gonna say what something. The fuck. What were you going to say, Ryan Ridley? I was going to say, let's keep the show moving, because that's what a comptroller's supposed to do, right? In what way should we keep the tro- show moving, comptroller Ridley? Let's bring up our guests. Oh, shit. Dan? <laughs> Introduce our guests. Oh, well, sorry, sorry. I was, I was reading text from, from Aaron. Excellent comptroller. Thank you.
Uh, well, we'll bring it's... our guests up and then we'll read them police brutality statistics. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I'm going to go back to the... Hold on. I Dan, have to find the... Dan was saying, in the last four days, 500 people have been killed by cops. <laughs> it's funny because it's not true. Right. <laughs> no, I got it. I got it. I got it a little wrong. All right. Jesus Christ. Could someone put kerosene on my face and light it on fire? <laughs> <laughs> to just burn off some of the sweat? Or, or is there a towel? dying up here. I'm like Louis Armstrong. <laughs> but I, didn't, I haven't earned it. I mean, he's like blowing into a tube. Yeah. So these guys uh, are a recent addition, recent relative to us. We're old timers. Recent addition to the Feral Audio Network. They had this show that they started doing called uh, Before You Were Funny, which is a really interesting concept. We, we live in Los Angeles. It's like we're surrounded by geniuses all the time and uh, people we admire, even ourselves sometimes. Um, and then you really, like, you open up to yourself, you know, yourself and your closest friends about the, like, really hack shit you did. Unless you're some kind of weird, deformed prodigy that was, like, writing good comedy when you were 13 years old. You probably went through this horrible hack phase. So it's a really refreshing show. I, 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 I took part in it. Aaron's done it. It's, 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 it's really great. It's like, when you get the right group of people, these, like, really funny people that <laughs> come together and reveal that when they were 22, 25, 27, whatever it is, that they wrote these horrible, unfunny things, and they 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 read through them, and they they it's a it's an uplifting experience. It's not caustic. I wouldn't tolerate it otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear my thirty-eight minute? Uh, what is your point? Transgender monologue. <laughs> I obviously care <laughs> about something. <laughs> that has clearly to do with me being perceived as a good person and, and stops completely right there and does no one else any good. I just have this really tight bubble around me of good intention. Yeah, you don't have to try so hard, man. You are a good person. If anyone ever uh, finds himself looking over here uh, into this corner of the room, um, just want you to notice I, I'm a feminist. <laughs> Hello? Boy, oh boy, is that bad what we do to black people. Hello? Uh, just over here, I brought some uh, cal 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 calamari. Uh, frozen, I don't know how to make it. I'm white. Ah, I'm so white. Ah. When's The Bachelor coming on? Okay. I had to give him a place for my improv training. I put him at a, ba a Bachelor um, viewing party. <laughs> so these guys have this show. It's called Before You Were Funny. Let's, let's meet them and, and pick their brains about this weird Verdun that they live in. Uh, Justin, Michael, and Jacob Reed. Hello, Hello, fellas. Hello, hey. how are you? Sorry about the wait. Wait oh. was great. I'm wait not... was great. We learned about a lot of social issues. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. Are you guys all you guys airtight now on how to feel about yeah. about me? Yeah. I'm a good person. Um, 
I don't know how to tell you how to feel about gun control, global warming, transgenders. Uh, what, what do you, we, gotta, we need a noun that describes the issue. Because uh, I keep going, transgender movement. Yeah, transgender issue. Transgenderism. Transgen. Yep. Yeah. No, I'll but take that's that. Not, I don't. That that makes it sound. Uh, that, that that's. All right. that, what if we just refer to LGBT rights? I, I looked to you like uh, you were saying that, and that was not you. I'm not gonna memorize a bunch of letters that don't spell something. ISIS, I can remember. <laughs> LGBT. So, well, I, I I don't know whether to respect it or get order it. <laughs> so if if those if those if that acronym had vowels in it and made a word, then it would yeah. be, it would be better. Yeah, like, like if it like if and, and it would have to spell something cool, like yeah. tree or something, or sword. I it's bet if you spelled, rearranged them enough, it would spell something. I mean, it spells Qu- quibital, like, quibital, right? <laughs> Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. A quibital, a thing that you slice somebody with. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. took quibital for a week when quibital I had the flu. <laughs> So have you guys? In your, how many? How many? How long have you been doing this experiment of uh, inviting people to bring their really the shit that they would never want anyone to hear if they were invested in protecting their image? Three years uh, as like a, a good show, yeah, <laughs> and then like six years probably. We did it six years ago, like twice, and then stopped. Because there was zero audience for the first year. Yeah, and then uh, uh, and we tabled it. We're like, we should wait until we uh, until more of our friends become famous and want to do this show. Right. <laughs> yeah. Are, yeah. Uh, and so also, yeah. The thing I'm curious about in in that time, so I'm trying to I'm trying to be a better interviewer, but <laughs> so part and part of it was me realizing that you're not supposed to ask things that you think an interviewer should ask. You're supposed to ask things that you actually want to know. So I was thinking about what I want to know. And the thing is, when you hear it, it's not going to be that. You're going to be like, oh, we can't answer that. <laughs> but what I really want to know is, like, when you're, like, who, there must be, you now have, you guys have, you guys have an encyclopedic library of, diff, of the ways people handle Embarrassing themselves. Oh yeah, yeah. So you must. You, do you have shorthand for? Oh, he's a Henry. <laughs> like, like he's gonna, he's gonna, br- he's gonna bring in the shit that he th- actually thinks is funny, and you're gonna be able to <laughs> tell he thinks it's funny. There are some people who do bring in things that they think is funny, yeah. and then you know, but and and then they're like, oh, it didn't go over well because people are expecting bad things. Right. right. I think it's a defense mechanism because you're like, well, it said bring your most terrible stuff, but I'll bring my stuff. It's that's still only a show, a right? Bad. Which is the worst. I mean, that's such an understandable, yeah. logical decision, but yeah. it's so. You can see how that's. I think isn't that isn't that what we're all doing all the time? Aren't we all going? Uh, well, you know, they say you love me, but you know, I you I guess that is uh, you'd love me more if I was a little different. Like, and we don't we don't we're not ourselves. Therefore, we don't our warts are not showing. Therefore, our our actual like most amazing moments are, are kind of through a weird gauze. The, the best stuff is always the stuff that people are are horrified when they realize how bad it is. Like uh, a lot of the time, people will will send us stuff without having read it ahead of time, which is what we suggest. But I mean, I would read stuff before I send it to someone. I I, I think you'd be crazy not to. But a lot of people <laughs> do what we ask and send it sight unseen, and then 
as they're reading it, they realize how truly terrible it is, and those are the best reactions in the world. Yeah, uh, we had one that uh, they realized halfway through the sketch that only the stage direction was racist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the sketch itself was not, but the way right. in which they described things right. was, it was very just racist. Specifically mentioning the ethnicity yeah. of characters who were coming in, but it didn't play into the sketch at no all. Reason. <laughs> well, that well, when you say it that way, that's as racist as three years ago in network TV. Like that's sure. like, uh, but but I thought I thought you meant like 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 it would say like. Like, uh, Demorge and the boys are hanging out. Like, uh, that's funny. I mean, there is There's stuff like that, that for sure. Yeah. Demorge, Demorge is regular on the show, and he, has a, he had a story about a commercial that the, matches that definition. <laughs> the, the, the descriptions were racist. They were, like, like, they were saying that the guy, the, they were spelling it wrong because they were, I, I'm assuming because a group yeah. of black people, like, the, some of the vowels come out and stuff sure. because the, just in the, sta in the stage direction. Uh, anyways, the I'm a good person. <laughs> and if I had been at that audition, I would have pulled Demorge out of there. I would have said, you're better than this. <laughs> um, what is it about us at, like, at that age? Because I, I brought in something to your show that's, like, whatever. I, I, it was something from when I was, like, 12 or 13 or e something. Vision and Jack? No. <laughs> Very early, Heat Vision and Jack. That was actually uh, meant to be a compliment, not we a just, burn, We just screened it, and everyone uh, enjoyed it, and then, <laughs> then we called the show. But I think you guys recommend, don't bring stuff in from your childhood, because then it's like, you know, the line between like, oh, how adorably bad at writing I was at 12. Yeah. Like, but like, the really important thing is this idea that, 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 that you, you know, I don't know what age we think it is in our heads, but like, oh my God, you're going to read that thing I wrote when I was 23. Um, I think it's college. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's, the, it's that age between, and I don't know what's supposed to happen to you in that age except for you writing badly that's supposed to make you so good on the other side. Do, you, do we worship the idea of, uh, are we supposed to be perfect? That's how it feels sometimes. Like we're supposed to, we're supposed to never have done anything wrong, which is very, it doesn't make any logical sense when you think about it, but it is how we feel, right? You're never supposed to have done anything wrong. Yeah. I think, I mean, I think what, for me, uh, what so, I, uh, please keep it, turn your phone on, <laughs> vibrate. We have people. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, it, it, it what what is fun about it for me is getting to see people who I admire, who I'm friends with, and and realize that we were all and sometimes still are just like terrible at what we all love doing, and even even great people will bring in stuff that's like maybe a year old that just wasn't mm -hmm. good. They're just throwing shit at a wall and seeing what sticks. But I think it's like oh they're trying right like right. right. And there's this idea that like when you watch people you love, you're like oh they must have been perfect the whole time. Right. And they're I mean, do you think not. that do you think that Salinger like I mean, I haven't read Catcher in the Rye since they made me read a chapter and then I just fucking <laughs> got the cliff notes. But like supposedly is like this really I mean, that was his whole trip is that he dedicated his life to this idea that like and that now his books are going to come out of a magic chest once a year, whatever. Everything was like batting down like like no 
Look, there's no there's no transparency there. Who wants to who wants to listen to Anne Rice disown the vampire movies? Who wants to? I don't want to see what J.K. Rowling's having for breakfast. I, this whole everything's who are these these people were creative and now they're just now they're just boring, terrible people. J.D. Salinger he wrote one book, one book, the most perfect book ever, and then he and then he boarded himself up in a basement. But you could hear the typewriter clicking away. <laughs> And every once in a while, they say the squirrel's breath uh, carries a paper m- m- pulp on it. That will one day form. They say there's a, the New York Times is holding a, the last will, and the, the J.D. Salinger will once again have written the second perfect book. Well, what if it, what if it was like better than? Anyways, the, like how? Wait, why? Like I, I'm, now I'm being rhetorical because I know we're all asking the same question, right? But like, like what? What the fuck? What, what kind of person would that be? Would we even like that person? We, we, we always think it about the people that we admire. We think that they're better than us. We don't, we don't just think, oh, they must have fucked up really bad. We have had a couple people who bring stuff that's like, that they, they truly think is terrible. Like, they're not trying to trick the show by bringing stuff they think is great, but they are just so funny that even their terrible stuff is great and you <laughs> right. kind of yeah. just hate them for it because they just have been funny. Uh, They're humiliated by an amazing sketch, right? <laughs> or like we had a uh, uh, Rob Delaney did an early stand-up set that, like, almost verbatim of of how he would have done it back in the day, but then pointed out, like, it was all very funny, but he pointed out with each joke, like, why he doesn't think it's funny now, and it was more of just like I wouldn't make that. He was saying like he wouldn't make that kind of joke now because that's just not what his sense of humor is. So sometimes it's it's not as much about like. Oh, you were shitty then. It's like, oh, you've been funny the whole time, but your perspective has changed. Right. That's not a funny answer, but <laughs> yeah, it, uh, that's the truth. It does. I mean, maybe one day in the future you'll have the perfect, uh, funny, funniest answer. No, that's the answer I I wanted. Um, no, it's not. What am I talking about? <laughs> I didn't want. There was a random answer. I don't want a random. I, 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 there was a there was a very interesting. Like I, it's it's because I when Aaron did the show, oh, Aaron's was, was amazing. Yeah, because yeah. it was so like laid bare. She, she was she was writing. She was she wasn't. There weren't letters to her. Uh, English teacher. They were like plays. They were plays, but they were clearly yeah. like she was. It was fan fiction <laughs> for her own life. Yeah. <laughs> that only she had read before. Right. And and, uh, and yeah and then yeah and like it was a very transparent like attempt at a sort of seduction of this uh, teacher. I think I think the plan was that she was going to uh, everyone in her class had to write these plays these like one act and hers involved a character loosely based on her and a character loosely based on her teacher having a liaison after uh-huh. school. But having kind of a snarky, like it was definitely not. It was clearly this, and this is the thing that would like make me cringe the most. Like we were talking about these bare wires that I think your show at its best is like. This was energy is coming from these exposed wires. The most the to me listening to those uh, pieces she was reading, the craziest thing about them was that she didn't she didn't just want to have sex with her teacher like she the way she was like she wanted to be married to him and she wanted to like she wanted to have sassafras with him like she wanted like 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 it didn't have a i mean it was like they were talking about sex but it was more like like it was like if a 16 year old 
like what a sixteen year old thinks that all of that stuff would be. When yeah, you're older. Like, but like like yeah, she wanted to have like this repartee and right. like, like yeah, and uh, th- and that was like like crazier than if she had just said his hand touches her boob. Because <laughs> also and, and he'd then, be staying there after milk, class. Milk, the milk whole comes time. out. <laughs> Sorry, so I, oh, no. I was just telling them what boobs do. <laughs> What did you say? Oh, know. just the idea that a teacher stays there that long after class, too. It's like, oh, he must be burning the midnight oil every night. An elementary or a middle school teacher. Or he's high not school just teacher. clocking out and getting the fuck home. Yeah, exactly. But it is, it's exposed. Uh, I think that's that's the thing. It's like nobody, what is that? Like, like, like it, it's when your intent is so clear, when it's like crystal clear. I think the best stuff comes from the end of high school and the beginning of college because that's when you you're at the center of the world to yourself more than the but rest. The of, world's so big, right? Like it's you, bigger than you it's just ever realize the world's bigger than it's ever been, and, and you're going to be a part of <laughs> you're it. You're right at and the you center. You don't know that you're wrong, <laughs> yeah. and everything that you do is something you're inventing yeah. because you haven't seen. Hardly anything. You've uh, you've had a chance to see four things, so you're definitely not going to write where the red fern grows again. <laughs> but everything else, you're convinced you're creating. You're like, holy shit, man! I'm gonna like, and and it's so, like like God, God forbid that you ever get that insulation. I feel like your friends that go to film school. You know, that was always the cliche when we first came out here to L.A. It was like, oh, he must have gone to film school because we just had an hour lunch with him and we talked about 20 movies and he never smiled, you know, like, like, and we talked about what, what kind of movie we want to make with our, you know, camcorders. And he, you know, he was paralyzed because it was like, Oh, he must've gone to film school because it, you're, you for four years, you're sitting there watching everything and learning, uh, what everybody's ever thought that ever picked up a camera. And it fills you with like, Oh, well, who's little old me. Yeah. It's before you realize that, uh, I think, when you become an adult, which I'm not claiming to be, but you you realize like someone has done a good version of a lot of different things already, and it's crippling because what the fuck are you going to add? But yeah, before and that... The, and at the heart of that fear, though, it can't just possibly be... Because we're not that noble that we would just think, well, I wouldn't want to be... I wouldn't want to do a worse job of writing a... a book about a car that eats people than Stephen King it's it's there's a there's a one thing right after that and that's actually what we're worried about it's the then everyone will make fun of me right then everybody it's not it's not actually the book being bad it's like people will think that I'm stupid people will think that I think that I invented cars that eat people and and then they'll be like you know you didn't invent that right and i'll be like fuck you fuck you and, and, and like like, like I, I just i'm not gonna no 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 i'm not gonna enter this game until i'm safely away from all the double dutch and like i'm gonna do this perfect mary lou retton this handspring through it what the what in the fucking 42 year old man <laughs> And then I'm gonna land a, a Frogger game and just g- g- get the Pokemons. Um, we started in a car that eats people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Christine, yeah, I'm holding that up as like, oh, I didn't want to get anything wrong about Anna Karenina. The the uh... the thing is, by the way, Stephen King himself has done multiple versions of the. I'm gonna one up the car that eats people. It's a washing machine that eats people. Yeah, and he has. Yeah, it's some lots valve. of trucks that eat people. Like he's done his own. Most he's of that the people that you think are great, which is why I brought up Salinger because I think he's kind of one of the exceptions because we just can't you know 
people want to find Salinger failing, and it's like, oh, he wrote Catcher in the Rye. And He's then he... the literary equivalent of the episode of Seinfeld where George decides to just leave after he gets one joke in in a meeting. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody else that you admire, in fact, quite, you know, like Stephen King is a great example, as I'm sure now it's, now it's kind of hip to kind of not say he's good at anything but certainly one of the most prolific like uh sorry steven if you're listening or your son or anyone that loves you your caretakers why am i why do i do that um not that anyone uh, thinks stephen king's good um honey what what was it do you think dan has something against stephen king i don't know but i think it's cool that you're driving even though i'm a guy they got to get to that back. I'm a guy here. too. My voice is just in a higher register. <laughs> uh, why are why are you uh, holding those ice cream cones and lifting them up and down? I thought you might like one or the other. <laughs> Do you like vanilla or chocolate? I don't feel very secure in this conversation, so I don't know if I'm gonna volunteer information about what I like, but I'll tell you chocolate. <laughs> Without letting you know whether that's what I want. There is no chocolate. Fuck you. See, that doesn't hurt me because, as I was saying, you don't have the power to hurt me, and I'd appreciate it if you just let me out up here. No fucking problem at all. Moving these ice cream cones to the... Right. Yeah. Just word of advice. I don't want your advice. Word of advice, though, in case you don't. I don't want your fucking advice. Close the fucking door. Close the fucking door. Word of advice. Don't you fucking door. Don't you fucking physically intimidate me. Don't you physically intimidate me. Oh, give me a fucking break. Fuck you. Fuck you. Ah, ah, ah. Woo. Freeze. 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 Put the towels down. Give me the handcuffs. Where are the extra handcuffs? There's like four people here. We don't have enough handcuffs for all these corpses. Should we check in on the police brutality statistics? Yes. Okay, now these are coming in from Aaron, who's our correspondent in Ireland. I don't know why she knows this about U.S. And, and, and so I'm not like I'm not saying these are accurate. So I always feel like, I feel like there's huge. I want to put this big giant asterisk on this and say if I haven't said this already, can you you have to believe one of two things, which is that all cops are bad. Uh, if you don't believe that, which be, and that's a crazy thing to believe because it's just a uh, absolute thing, and none, none of those are true, then what has to be true is that there's good cops out there, and they must, their hearts must be fucking broken right now. And that's I and I know it's not a great time to be like, what about them? Uh, but I just I do I was like it's so easy to just be like, but they're a fucking epidemic. Here's the numbers. Um, the, the well, here's the numbers from Aaron. If she's wrong, remember when that guy from Yahoo said we were one of eleven sitcoms to you know. To get, oh, get 100 yeah. episodes, and then people oh, are like, "What yeah. about Sanford yeah. and Son?" And it was like, "Okay, one of 238 sitcoms." Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> uh, <laughs> by Mar- by March of 2015, U.S. cops had killed more civilians this year than they did in the U.K. over the last hundred years. Yeah, so it's a it's a it's hundred times more than Europe. Yeah, every yeah year. Uh, U.S. cops kill at an average rate of 70 times higher than other countries. Uh, 
yeah, well, whatever. And then there's some there's some crazy shit that the the, 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 the it's it's an epidemic. And uh... Dan, cops are like Stephen King books. <laughs> Most of them are very good, <laughs> but occasionally he lets through a the mangler or. <laughs> Actually, do you want to flip that? I think there's a, there's a couple hits, like there's a couple good ones, and then there's, no, there's a lot of most, Tommy knockers out on. there. No, no, no. Listen, <laughs> only a couple of good Stephen King books. It, The Stand, The Dark Tower Quadrilogy, <laughs> plus two more, whatever, <laughs> whatever seven books are in a series. He was writing for like middle school kids. It's all like eighth grade vocabulary. I mean, that's the target audience. Fuck you. All right. Well, uh, well. <laughs> do you guys um, do you guys have any parting words for people who are interested in uh, we <laughs> police brutality? <laughs> I mean, obviously, people are going to look for your podcast. Yeah, go, it's go called Before You Were Funny. Yeah, beforeyourfunny.com. Uh, we're on Feral Audio on iTunes, you know. If you look up Before You Were Funny, you'll find it. Yeah, there's a lot of fun episodes with great people. Your episode's great. Uh, Aaron had an episode. It's great. I'm not going to say any episodes are bad. They are mostly very, very entertaining. But who is the worst person that you ever Oh, had? that's that's easy. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. It, uh, it's a great, a lot of great people have been on the show. <laughs> and I'm certainly not going to publicly announce the ones that haven't been great. <laughs> uh, we do have a thing. Oh yeah, I don't know. If, I mean, there's there's probably not. Time we'll to just read the hand whole this thing, to you blind, like with blindly. So this is something when you did the show that we didn't have time to read. Oh fuck you! So oh uh, have, oh no oh no we haven't we haven't read it. So uh, I, I truthfully don't know what it is. Oh no. Thank you. <laughs> Feel free to say yes or no. Wait, yeah. I don't even know. Well, I'm, I'm just saying, oh, no, but I mean, we have to. I mean, we, we're not going to do all that conversation. And then I don't I, 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 I'm getting that weird. Like I'm seeing this and I'm recognizing. I think I there's no date or anything on it. This has got to be it's done on a regular typewriter, like a word processor typewriter. So it's got to be like it's heavily indented. Yes. Yeah. It's too heavily indented. <laughs> like it's I, off like I was learning to set margins while I was doing it. Yeah, like I, I'm gonna, I mean, I, I'm gonna guess like I was like, I, like fi I could be anywhere from 15 to, to 19 writing this, but what? How do we read it? I think it's a short story. So yeah, we could paragraph, we could go paragraph, round robin. <laughs> we could whatever. Yeah. All right, just the. Uh, I'll do the. I'll do the. Well, it doesn't. It seem like there's. I see that there's a a, a guy and a girl in this. Um. So and the. So what if I, what if I did this? Did the all the narrative and then yeah. and then yeah. one of you be Dan and one of you be <laughs> Ashley. <Yeah. laughs> right. All right. and so and the, and the way that the podcast works uh, is that anyone can chime in with with questions or thoughts uh, about what's being read. So if you guys have questions or thoughts, or as you remember, maybe what this is from, uh, you can tell us. Well, don't tell them they can ask questions. Not, not the whole. Oh, everyone at a microphone. Okay. 
I mean, sorry, sorry, no offense, guys. You're, you're, but they're very empowered. Sure. <laughs> um, you know, there's like a kid with a gun. Like that would be like that would be like a, a adult with a gun. <laughs> All right. So, and 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 my job, my job. Like, I'm a pussy if I don't just fucking commit to this. Like, if I have to keep rolling my eyes and apologizing for it. I think it, you have to go for it. Like, like, like that's, I'm just talking to myself. Like, I'm not going to use, like, try, like, like, like ooh, we get it. You don't think you, you wrote good, whatever. Like, 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 okay. Shut up. <laughs> this is, by the way, when you were asking about are there certain kinds of guests, this is what uh, Sean Clements called the front porcher. Oh, yeah, front uh, <laughs> Yeah, you really front porch the sketch so you don't have to get to it ever. Yep. <laughs> uh, okay. Dan stood on the beach, his feet <laughs> firmly planted in the sa sand. He stared out at the ocean. The sun was a fist-sized orange ball. <laughs> Nestled in... This is long. So... <laughs> You can't you can't see this, but we talked about indenting. This first paragraph is so indented you can't see some of the letters in the sentences. I am yeah. I'm guessing at the word sand and soft. Yes. Uh, Fist-sized orange ball nestled in soft horizon-long clouds. That's a long cloud. Ah, it's the standard cloud length. That's also, as it's as long as they can be. <laughs> Seagulls were making calm passes in search, and then the paragraph ends. <laughs> so I think this is me like stopping and starting. This is like 80s style. Oh, yeah. Dan stood on the beach, his feet firmly planted in the sand. He stared out at the ocean. The sun was a fist sized orange ball nestled in soft, horizon long clouds. Seagulls were making calm passes in search of food. <laughs> And their rhythmic cries countered the ponderous, soothing bellow of the water stroking the shore. <laughs> you, you all know the sound of an ocean bellow. <laughs> Guys, I, I, thank you so much. But, but uh, paragraph two. <laughs> the war was over. <laughs> I'm starting to get kind of proud of this. <laughs> the cities were leveled and empty. The humans were dead. <laughs> All of them. If it wasn't clear. <laughs> if they hadn't died in the war... They had plugged themselves into the utopia net and uploaded their minds. There was no way for them to come back, but they didn't want to. No one could all resist. All one word. No one all one word. No one is all one word. Nope. <laughs> None could resist. <laughs> The immortality and the omnipotence. Not one person thought that having the whole planet to themselves was better than utopia. Utopia was forever, and it was anything you wanted it to be. And yes, this predates the Matrix. It was nothing 
Dan didn't want to hang around either, but he had to. His mind was incompatible with the network. I'm starting to do a sarcastic uh, read. Ashley surprised him from behind with a tall glass of milk. She's going to slip. Why didn't you guys come out with this on a flagpole? Like, like, why did you save this? Oh, before we go. Um, uh, by the way, we only have 30 seconds left, but we want to bring this really long story. Okay, so, so, so Ashley surprised oh, yeah. him from behind with a tall glass of milk. I thought you might be back here. She said... Listen, there's a lot of stuff I want to do. Do you think Disneyland will work? I mean, do the electric companies keep going and stuff? We got to find all that out, and we're not getting any younger. Her mind was also tragically non uploadable. <laughs> so, so earlier when we said that all of the people who were alive, uh, yeah. no one was alive. We met except for these two people. Yeah, well, everyone that didn't die in the war plugged themselves into UtopiaNet. <laughs> fair, and, and, fair. And I'm, I'm stuck uh, getting to have sex for the first time in my life <laughs> over a nice glass of milk. <laughs> What's the big deal? I'm, <laughs> I'm as old as 19. I... Uh, Dan touched Dan touched your cheek and smiled a genuine smile. <laughs> Pumpkin, we're the youngest people in the world. <laughs> uh, <sighs> oh. mm, not really, honey. Not if life begins with conception. Which, which it does, which it does. <laughs> this is it true. You find out later it does. Because oh. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure I'm kind of pregnant. <laughs> this is before Joss Whedon. <laughs> well, if you're not already, you're sure gonna be. I figure it's unavoidable what with a drastic decrease in the prices of hotels and champagne due to everyone but us being dead. (laughs) Is that ironic? That seems like winking at itself almost. (laughs) She she giggled. (laughs) A person dying was sad. Five people dying was horrible. Ten people dying would make you cry. And seeing a hundred bite it might give you nightmares for the rest of your life. I don't then walk you all the way up through the Holocaust. Five million! Eh. Five million, five hundred thousand! No! The, the logic is that 100 is once it becomes insane, and then after that, 101, 102, 6 million. Well, yes. Right. No so, yes, exactly. 
But South American invasions are only upsetting, as is third world famine and the, and the sinking of an American battleship, and everyone on the and everyone on the planet being dead except for you and your boyfriend. Hell, that's just fucking hilarious. So they both laughed for about a minute. <laughs> Embraced, kissed, and made love there in the warm sand. Yeah. <laughs> An hour later, they were walking hand in hand. <laughs> I gotta make sure she's pregnant. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> an hour later, they were walking hand in hand through previously unsafe neighborhoods. Top topical. Hmm. They were on fire for the most part. Looter, looters. They're still unsafe. <laughs> uh, looters during the past few days had seen the end of the world as a great opportunity to steal television sets and shoot each other. No, that's television. Oh, sorry, sorry. I thought you said television set, like uh, singular. It would have been a typo. Yeah, was no, nice no. one, Spencer. Hey, <laughs> thanks, Ryan. That's what you're... Y'all were waiting for when I was going to get him back, right? <laughs> I found my moment. In the green room, Ryan was saying that he was a mensch for trying to get his friend in for free to the show. Spencer, you dick. That was not my friend. That was a stranger named Connor. Where are you, Connor? Do I know you? That was exactly a what happened. I heard you say, I can't get in. I can't get in. I drove 45 minutes. And I said, <laughs> watch what this guy does. <laughs> and I went into the green room and I pulled some strings. And now look at you. Second row. Well, I take that back. Yeah. Yeah. You really are a mensch. Yeah. Thank you. I thought that was a friend. I'm a mensch. Now back to you. The I don't utopian think mention chronicles that. Do they? No, Spencer. You don't lost. point out that you're a mensch. I don't think. Back to you, Dan. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I'm like, I'm like, where? It was television sets. Uh, television sets. Uh, looters during the pandemic shoot each other. That was funny too. <laughs> this was before Columbine. Well, it was charismatic to not care as a 15-year-old, and no one had done anything about it yet. They found an undamaged Buick with the key. Buick, like I know what a car is. <laughs> they found an undamaged Buick with the keys in the ignition and drove it to Dan's home, but it was completely burnt to the ground. Son of a bitch, Dan said. I had a thousand dollars worth of computer equipment in there. <laughs> what do we make of that? That was a. That was that was. <laughs> all right. It's, it's a ton of money. Plus, also, if you're going to be uploading people to UtopiaNet, you need a computer equipment. Yeah, uh, Ashley's place wasn't hurt <laughs> at all. I think that was my equivalent of going like, I lost my skateboard. You know, like I thought that having that much computer equipment made me cool. <laughs> Ashley's place wasn't hurt at all, so they spent an hour there. <laughs> well, well, well. And we know what takes an hour. There's no, only one thing takes an hour. Yeah, it's a pretty When there's only two hold. people in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley 
<laughs> Ashley cried. <laughs> and cried and then laughed. And they took her parents' Pontiac Grand Am because it had a CD player in it and because my parents had a Pontiac Grand Am. <laughs> and they were already starting to miss the constant barrage of broadcast information. Wow. We don't Page two. <laughs> Were you about to say we don't have to read the whole thing? I, I just know you guys have stuff to get to. <laughs> well, let's 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 just go a little faster. Let's just go a little faster. Uh, oh wait, no wait. This is a different thing. Really? Yeah. This is not. What is this? I like this. What is? This? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> this is the file. I don't know. Yeah, this was. This I don't know what this too. is. Let's pretend this is part of the same story. <laughs> Maybe why don't we save this for next yeah. week? Because this yeah. looks this look this looks a thousand times more embarrassing. <laughs> and I no, I didn't say it. What? I we, we say what we'll play. We're gonna play. We're gonna play, we're gonna play Shadowrun. No, all right, if, all right, fuck you guys. All right, we'll read it. This is the thing. But I'm telling you, I, mean, I can just tell. I just, it's just, it's just wafting off of it. I'm like, I'm seeing random words. And I'm going, uh-oh. no, I know, because I think this is I'm like, seeing... I don't even think this is a story. No, I read ahead. It's not as compelling. Is... I'm sorry. Oh really? Yeah. I think this is like free writing or something. Yeah, this is not. So how the do we same read? How do we read this net. one? Do we do we even know uh, what there, to do I, with this? I don't, yeah, I don't know if there's characters or we could do. Seven I, it looks. I, I'm I'm thinking that by and large it looks like a dialogue between two people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if we try to go every other line, um, I mean, do you guys just want to try it? Yeah, let's just yeah. do it. You know what these are, John? What? Beautiful man. They're cool. Seriously? Don't lie to me about stuff like that. I don't lie, John. <laughs> If I thought they were shitty photographs and, and your bed looked nice, I'd tell you your bed looked nice. <laughs> As it turns out, though, your bed is a bare, cum-stained mattress, and your photographs are great. To be clear, that's B-A-R-E, not a bear, uh, you know, animal shape. <laughs> no, that would, be, that would be weird. <laughs> I don't know. There's a world where it could happen. A uh, friend of mine told me that there's a place in Chicago that, like, discovers amateur photographers. <laughs> I got their number and stuff. This friend of his uh, or something made like a whole bunch of money through them and he's like fucking famous now. Mmm. <laughs> maybe that was like a mm-hmm. Like a... Do, do so... You think I could make money doing stuff like this? What do you want money for? And what is this? No offense, but it's not real clear. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Well, you know, why does anyone want money? For food and stuff? That's a picture of a soda cup in a theater. I split it. It's not real good. Spilt it. Come on. Oh, sorry. In fairness, that was spelled correctly. Whoever spilt it, dilt it. I spilt it. it. It's not a real good photograph, but I wanted to remember it because I kind of got like this big idea in my head when it happened. This is before American Beauty. It was one of those things like on TV when something happens to somebody or they see something that kind of changes their life. It says laugh in parentheses. Well, what happened? Wait, don't tell me. You spilled your soda, and your friends ridiculed you and got loud, and someone in back said, shut up to them, and they said, shut up back, and a fight broke out later, and they blamed the entire thing on you. (laughs) No, nothing like that. (laughs) Really shut down that nameless friend. (laughs) Oh, well, that happened to me. I guess so. (laughs) So... (laughs) 
No, I spilled my soda, right? And I'm like pretty much in the middle of the theater and the floor slopes down, you know? So the soda, big fucking soda, man. <laughs> this is probably after Reservoir Dogs, I'm just assuming. I don't know. I can't tell them. Why is that in parentheses? Is he speaking in parentheses? No. Is it like an aside? I think I didn't know how. I didn't, I didn't know you just do a dash. Oh. I think this is before Reservoir Dogs and after I read something by David Mamet. <laughs> I'm trying to place this. Oh, I see. Yeah, it's big because, like, that's your foot, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. So it's, like, bigger than my foot, and um, there's a lot of soda, and it flows downhill into everyone's feet that's sitting in front of me. Makes sense. All the people in front of me start turning around and looking back, like, who's spilling shit on my feet, man? And they're all looking at me. So you know what you're going to... You know, what are you going to do? You turn Turn around. I turn around, and the guys behind me, they ain't got no soda on their feet, but they do got 50 people turning around looking at them. So uh, they turn around because they're thinking, are they looking at something really neat behind me? And every, everybody's doing this, and there's this loudmouth big guy that's everyone's afraid about a quarter, everyone's afraid of, presumably, uh, about a quarter way from the back. And he starts up, what the hell's going on? What? And all of a sudden, the movie goes out of, oh, that's not... I don't think that's dialogue anymore. <laughs> there was no end quote. Right. Excuse the fuck out of me. <laughs> and the movie goes out of focus. See, I think a guy in the booth thing up there thought that everyone was turning around going, what the hell, because it was out of focus. So he tried focusing, but he fucked it all up. So then everybody really does start yelling. All caps. Focus. Focus. And so he eventually gets it back to normal. Ta-da! <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's before Plato's Cave. Plato's Plato's Cave had not happened yet. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, that, <laughs> I'm really glad I didn't spend the whole interview going like, what's with these fucking assholes that come up with this, this shit that's embarrassing? What's wrong with them? Because then it would have been like, you too. Uh, it's amazing that you guys kept that stuff around. Yeah. Jacob and Justin, everybody. Yeah, from, so much. Uh, Before You Were Funny is the name of their show and when you listen to it your spirit will grow it will grow from the pain that you feel inside because when you were younger your ego was wide remember when you made that sound over there buddy I said something I thought was funny and you were like this is how I laugh. <laughs> well, it sounds like you're making a shit sound with your mouth. <laughs> you're killing me. <laughs> Two different sounds for a reason. Laughter and then the poop sound. It's like a boo. Get your shit together. <clears throat> Did you, when you were a kid, when you were younger, did you did you write a lot? A little bit, yeah. You got anything laying around? You? <laughs> yeah, got some archives. I mean, to be honest, I'm at this level now. <laughs> well, as we were kind of approaching with them, it's sort of a it's it's sort of a subjective thing because I kind of feel like I feel like the people in the audience like. Having been them and heard hearing like other people be so laid bare. It's like it's it's 
not it's for the person that it's for that's sharing the stuff it's like oh god i don't know what the metaphor is it's like like everyone the the actual cut is as deep and it's like nice to learn that it's not that deep but but it's interesting to see that the person that's the person that's receiving the cut thinks that it's going to cut their whole arm off and then watching it not do that because everyone's just like, oh, yeah, you're, what, 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 how good a writer do you think you are now? And uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, how much do you think I care if you were ever a good writer? And also, like, isn't that the first honest, last honest thing you ever wrote in your life? Because you were like, I try to get you pregnant because you're like, you didn't know. You're just like honestly expressing something. Was, was that part of some longer story novella i was only i I was just i would i would have wrote a thousand of those things that were just like i was trying to like i was like oh i can see it (laughs) it's like (laughs) i can see could see myself getting laid on a beach because the world ended because i want to know more about utopia net i want to know more about yeah that's the trouble that's when you really have to write a story and stuff Mm -hmm. but i i was just more into the you know, like when Michael Michael Scott, when they find the posters that he made for his movie, like it was one of those people. But I couldn't draw posters, mm-hmm. you know. So I just wrote page ones of a lot of like really, really immersive um, stories about me getting laid. <laughs> when I was really young, I would write sequels to movies. It was just like Bless I, I, I would watch things. Yeah, I'm a mensch. I was in the middle of something where I would have said, bless you. So really, you should have said, I'm sorry. Because I was in the middle of something. <laughs> bless you. Thank you. You're sorry. It's okay. <laughs> bless you. <sighs> All right, what was I talking Who cares? I wrote a bunch of stuff when I was a kid. Who cares? All right. Um, I also used to... Uh, 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 no, never mind. Uh, I, I, uh, when I was first... Uh, when I was first masturbating, uh, I uh, I would uh, <laughs> go on. I would I would do. I was a kneeler, and uh, and I there was no lock on my bedroom door, so I, and I, I I just like at the height of my frenzy, I would just go into my bedroom door, close the door. <laughs> Drop my pants, kneel, and jerk off right under the door. <laughs> and much like Philip Seymour Hoffman's character in Happiness, I would, I would not like clean it up. I would like go, oh, wonderful. <laughs> this is all part of the thing. <laughs> uh, like because because I thought like, well, who would ever know what that is? No one's. That's not going to be anyone's first guess. Who would think a good person would come that much on a door? What color, never, what color was your door? This is the perfect crime. What? What color was your door? After a while, yellow. <laughs> uh, let's move on. <laughs> I was... I, I was just I, that's what that's the memory that came back to me while I was reading that when the guy going like you're not gonna you're gonna get pregnant pretty soon if I know me like and the, just like did, that's all I was was just like this little useless like jackhammer did you have this in your hand while you were doing that I didn't jerk <laughs> off to my own writing Ridley 
Why not? <laughs> I did write stuff that I that I tried to cheat the system with the pornography. Yeah. Did you ever Did you ever write Did you ever write uh, porn for yourself? Of course. I, I drew it too. I'm not ashamed. Yeah. Thank you. All you non-wooers, loosen up. Did you find that it worked? Yeah. <laughs> still does. Wait, wait, what do you mean still does? What? You still, you don't still write, you don't type out <laughs> sexual scenarios and then masturbate to them. You do. If you, if you do, then let me retract all of my funny faces, like, because we want to know. That'd be a weird podcast, people reading the pornography that they that write for themselves. That would be fucking insane. That would be the most, that would be the most extreme, right? Yeah. Especially if it was shit from when you were 15, which is when I was really doing it. Man. Oh, gravy. What would that even have been? I don't even know. Does everyone remember how judgmental Dan was when I first brought it up, and now he's just confessing? The floodgates are open. Yeah. No, it's, it, all right, Ridley. <laughs> yeah. Let's bring up Demorge. All right. For God's sake. <laughs> can we, for for God's sake, can we can we get Demorge up here? Jesus. Let's uh, let's bring up Demorge. <laughs> is that what you heard? It was more laconic. I. I was, so like, I was more like, let's bring up Demorge. Like, I was like grumpy, like, uh, like I needed you the whole time, but I wasn't willing to admit it. That's not what I said. You know said. what we got to, like, like, like this, isn't the, this isn't the right time of the show to do maintenance, but for next week and all weeks thereafter, we got to get some kind of implement for the ice. Because when I want to make people a, a drink, I don't want to touch their ice. Tons. A claw. Tongs, tongs would be fine. A scoop, a large spoon, and you know what? We've never asked anything in this venue. We let them sell their comic books up front, and they, and we do our little show back here. And it's always been, it's been a, uh, it's been a detente. But if shit goes down, if there's if there's not some tongs here next week. I don't know what that is. That the Star Trek theme? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a patent. It's almost like a, it's like a Confederate harmonica fireside sort of <laughs> whimsy. Chris McKenna had the theme from the Last Starfighter in his uh, i iPhone, uh, and he would start playing it every time I every time I went into a rant about something. <laughs> and then it would uh, it so then it was under, like this weird feedback loop just, where I was like, "Do you like me or hate me?" Um, uh, my therapist told me to breathe. Wusha, wusha. What's what was what that? I was just yeah. Oh, you just what, 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 make make up it what you will. Okay. <laughs> Allow it into yourself. It might have been it might have been a small racist part of me that thought that maybe that was a real word that you were teaching us. <laughs> it might it might have been the most racist part of my brain of all. So what we, we we'll about, well, what's that? What's what that, Demorge? What have we learned about ourselves? What have we learned about ourselves? They're <laughs> like, uh, mouth noises? Oh, yes, I'm sorry, sorry. <laughs> Take the words into your mind. Roll them around like savory pieces of meat. <laughs> Allow the flavors to tell you what they tell you about yourself. It's Later that, on, do research. 
it's that time of the show. <laughs> hey, when we uh, when we play Shadowrun. Damn. And it's that time of the show when we we haven't had a we haven't had a lady up, and it's only just a coincidence. So I'd like to ask if anyone wants to come up to the stage, but I won't be picking you if you if you have a if you present as a male. Rex, up. I got you said you said I'll come up. You raised your hand first, but 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 or I actually you were in my field of vision. She's been up. That clinches it. You haven't you haven't been up too, have you? All right. You're from where? Australia. Oh, I'm from Australia. Oh, okay. Shit. You won't. You, you won't be our first Australian, but we 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 love them. We love them. We don't love them all. We don't know that there might be bad people from Only Australia. Only some of us are fond of you as well. So. <laughs> I'm, I'm working on it. What's your name? I'm Melanie. Hi. Melanie. Hello. This is Demorge. My name is Dan Harmon. Hello. Hi. Uh, <laughs> I got high before the show, and that's Ryan Ridley, and that's that's the audience. That's Anatoly. He puts his feet way out. It's fine. You don't have to tuck him in. It I'm disappointed. Matter. There's no cat sweater. Yeah. Anatoly, did you hear your Russian friends are like, oh, the polar ice caps are melting. That means we can put our legs out on the globe. <laughs> and they and they, each leg will suck in more oil, so we can make more ice cap melting. Yeah. You guys are crazy. I told Dan about that Vice segment at dinner tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you guys Shit's got dinner? Go down. Yeah. Uh, oh, 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 oh. Yeah. I kind of asked, I sort of asked where Spencer was, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah. I care. Uh, oh, man. He asked me why you don't drive me to the to the show, and I said, "Cause I, cause it's his, it's his time to, to make his D and D's." It's true. I make. Yep. <laughs> he was not making any D and D's. Oh no, this D and D was made months ago. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait. <laughs> All right. Let's. So, Melanie, have you have you heard the show? Have you I have. The, yes. So you kind of uh, is there a character you you've always wanted to play? We'll give you first choice. Um, I'd like to play Dr. Friend if I could. Okay. All right. I feel like he would go off well as an Australian. We're going to find out. <laughs> That's called Washon, what he just did. <laughs> I'm, I'm taking that back to Australia. I'm going to introduce it to the people. Wait, I don't. Okay, well, can you guys it's, figure it out? It's yeah, top sure. down. Okay. Well, you always get. Okay, that always happens. The one that says it Brown Demorge. <laughs> there we go. All right. And we're good with this. This is the number of people we need, right? So you're right. you're, Somebody? you're Jeff Davis's Thank character. You. Ridley, you have no idea what you're doing, right? You're playing Eve Libertine. That's Jeff Davis's character. I don't know where we are either. Jamor just Jamor just playing. There's no Aaron. Aaron is not here. Do we need a replacement for her? No. <laughs> so we have joke. no face person. Uh, I mean, anyone's a face person if you believe. <laughs> All it takes is a face. <laughs> All right. Well, you get a recap, and then we'll we'll just let's just jump in and see how it goes. Yeah. Oh. Um. So I I made a email address. It's it's Harmontown Run. If you have a Harmontown Shadowrun recap, just send it to Harmontown Run at Gmail. That'll make it easier for everyone. This one was brought to you by Eben Burgoon, who also wrote a different one that I said he didn't do, but he did it. Okay. That's all taken care of. Last time on Shadowrun, 
With one last drink and a decision, the gang hopped into their Uber and set out to claim their reward from Johnson. After some shrewd negotiations, the crew handed over the BTL chip research and Yellowman to the scheming corporate stooge. They were all smiles as Johnson gave them the hefty attaché case filled with the sweet, sweet paper money of this digital age. Those smiles quickly faded to horror as they watched their nefarious employer shoot out the or shoot the unarmed Yellowman. His splattered blood now on their hands, pants, and faces. The question of their ethics barely coming into question until the noise from the Johnson driving away turned to the sound of muted beeps from their briefcase. Will our Shadowrunners ever get that next drink? Will they soon join Jesse Yellowman in, in, in Nano Hell? Is the meter still running on their Uber and do they take paper money? We find out now on Harmontown Shadowrun Time. Well, uh, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm just going to go, the briefcase is beeping, and start, start running. We can't just throw it out a window? This is your apartment. Well, I think we're in a... Are you're, we... in a you're in a, a parking lot, fence sort of area, like a transpo lot. So, I'm, I'm, I'm just running. Can I not throw a physical barrier up around the uh, suitcase? Briefcase? You absolutely can do that. I'm going to do that. All right. I'll just say... Whilst we're running. <laughs> well, well, you have to concentrate. You All can't right, do I'm going to concentrate running. and do that while everyone else runs. I'm going to nobly sacrifice <laughs> myself, possibly. All right. Nobly sacrificing yourself. You oh, throw fuck. up a force dome around the briefcase as it's beeping is uh, muted by the, the sound, or not the sound, by the barrier. You can't hear it beeping. It's just chilling. It's just chilling. I may have made a mistake. We now can't hear it beeping. So if it, if it beeps faster as it, as it counts, let's run. No, I'm, 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 well, I'm, I've seen her doing this, and I'm so, now I'm, I'm, uh, I need to play off my shame and, and, go, and go like, oh, good, yeah, I was, I was, gonna, I was clearing everybody out. Uh, Solid I, move. I think it's good what you're doing. That's good. We shouldn't be able to hear it beeping. That, the beeping comes through the explosion medium. Well... We should maybe move away. If you can back up while you're um, creating that barrier, I'll make sure the path behind you is clear. Hodegard <laughs> uh, uh, runs to Dr. Friend, wraps an arm around Dr. Friend, lifts Dr. Friend up, and uh, runs away with the package using uh, strength and agility. The package? Uh, the person, oh, uh, the Dr. Person. Friend, not okay. the package. Yeah, you run away towards the ends of the transpo lot. You don't see anything happen. Now you're just far away from a force field dome. <laughs> you hear the sounds, the sounds of people moving. Maybe some sort of crowd or march. People are moving. Oh, Footstep sounds coming from far off. You realize you're not in the best area of town. Uh, using uh, my ability to detect uh, enemies, uh, I'm trying to see if there is anything that sparks inside of me. Using your detect enemy skill, your perception shifts and you can start to see the flickering souls of life around you in the transpo lot. You can see the warm auras of your friends sparkling with vitality, but also much dimmer flickers, many, many flickers, something, some 
entities have damaged souls, some sort of weird magical interference. But there's lots of them, and they're, they're all surrounding you. So those of us with weapons should uh, probably uh, find them uh, close at hand, and uh, we should stick together and uh, look to be prepared for some sort of... What, what are you looking at? What are you talking about? Well, I just have a feeling that this sort of uh, it's things are going to go uh, uh, a bit uh, Minnesota in a minute. <laughs> you hear hissing and moaning. Is that Minnesota? <laughs> <laughs> it certainly isn't California, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Uh, I digress. <laughs> I mean, like they, they kind of sound like zombies or something. They kind of do. <laughs> right. Why are they flickering? Are they like hologram zombies? His uh, kind of his enemy sense has the ability to read people's auras, but people who are unhealthy or maybe afflicted by various things might have flickering or damaged auras. All right. Well, just tell me where to shoot. <laughs> Uh, and is there any way, any way that I can get location on this, or it's just sort of uh, in the on the periphery? There's easily more than thirty thirty individuals. They're kind of all surrounding the general neighborhood. It's like they're fanning out, walking around, as if something's roused them. Uh. Why well, have lifted my Ari's Alpha assault rifle with the left hand and on the right the combat axe? You guys do the best you can do. <laughs> find, find, find what weapon you have. Do we have a place we can all meet in case we get separated? <laughs> well, I can't physically hurt someone who hasn't hurt me first, so I'm sticking with you. Okay. <laughs> I, uh, the, yeah, you can carry me, right? Let's, let's, let's get the smart link, perhaps. Where to, are we? Uh, We're all, smart well, link to future Uber or whatever this vehicle is, and possibly get some thought of exit or egress from this situation. Uh, yeah, you could hail an Uber. <laughs> <laughs> then this is what this is what I have done. Uh, so, it's, so we're not going to hang around and check it out at all. Well, it, it's doing that thing where you can see all those cars, but it, no one's biting, you know. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go up to the roof so that uh, a, I can protect everybody. You're in a fenced area, just like a like a parking lot. All right, I'm gonna go over the fence uh, to the, and then I'm gonna uh, seek higher ground, like a brave cat at Good. the at the humane society, <laughs> in a cage with one shelf at the top. Just higher ground just makes me more comfortable. I, uh, I, saw, I saw a guy get killed on the ground once. <laughs> and uh, kind of triggers me. So I'm going to go up. Obviously. I could cover you from here. Perhaps. I don't, I'm, I, from what? When? But <laughs> just muzzle raised. I'm covering you in case some sort of action should happen. No, I'm. You said you're going. Well, I'm gonna, I was good. I thought we were all gonna go. Oh, it's a team operation. We're not retreating. I thought you were just going on the roof to watch out for us. Yeah, well, I, I thought you were just going go to check up, it out. I was gonna go up the roof because I'm scared. Okay, okay. If obviously it's come, gotten do to that point. Do you want us okay. to follow you? I, I, you I don't. Just, th I don't think you can. So you I think have I have to leave you behind of, and you, go up to a higher place where I don't die. So the one who is so full of so much bluster with monologues and everything, do you have a monologue for insecurity? <laughs> I don't think there's time for it. I, I'm scared. I'm scared of things on the ground. It's my thing. 
Dr. But, the, but, the, but the money's on the ground. So, so via Comlink or whatever that is. Sure. What's the sitch? What do you see? People? Do you see zombies? What's going on? No, he said he saw flickering. I see flickering souls. <laughs> I haven't seen anything yet. Well, you, I you're see a the guy. Tell us what you see. Look around. I'm. <laughs> what I see is my hands climbing over a chain link fence, getting out of the fence area. <laughs> And I'm, I'm asking if I also see you guys coming with me or if I have to make up a lie about what happened to you to my friends at the bar. I'm in. Might I try and... Uh, is there some sort of distance? Uh, can I try to mind link uh, with some of these darker souls? Does this? You're not within range of any, any mind linkable entities. As I suspected. So what... I, I, if, well, two. There's two votes in that direction. So I would say that uh, then Hodegaard will follow. As will Dr. Friend. Heading over the fence, you climb upon the roof of an old devastated gas station. Told you there's a roof. <laughs> what you see is people milling about. They look all weird and screwed up. They definitely have sorts of skin conditions as well as white skin. Like white white, like pale albino style white. You see their eyes are crusted over as if they are blinded and their, and their hands are covered in gnarled claws as if they've been twisted by some sort of dark force or virus. You recognize them to be ghouls. That is to say, people who have been infected by the HMHVV virus. Too soon. <laughs> <laughs> They're milling about. They haven't noticed you, but something is brought them out of the woodwork they haven't noticed us no no they're just oh. milling about blind style oh. how many lots like uh ocean no nah, like uh like 40 40 <laughs> do i do, have i encountered ghouls before in my oh yeah i mean ghouls they're everywhere <laughs> uh, is it possible to use uh, spell casting to sort of uh I feel Block. like we should just fight them, right? I mean, this is dying up here. I mean, come on, let's do something. Come on, let's fight wow, these ghouls. Well, come we, on. We, That's just puberty do we, talking. Do we fight one or do we uh, separate one and see if we can cure them? We could easily run away. The only thing that's keeping <laughs> us here is a, do we want to fight 40 ghouls for a briefcase full of paper money? That's ticking. Right. Beeping. They've got HMHV, man. <laughs> How hard can they be to defeat? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I got all kinds of magic spells and stuff. I'm sure you guys got some weapons. Let's perhaps, do this. You and the doctor maybe uh, take a uh, take your shot. Well, can I, Spencer? Yeah. This says can't physically hurt someone who hasn't hurt me first. True. Are they technically trying to hurt me? Well, uh, you haven't seen them try and hurt you, but you know your morals—they slacken from time to time. So, <laughs> yeah. All right, let's do this. Well, what if they? Thank uh, you. All right, fine. I'm, I'm with you, sister. Talking to Ridley. Yeah, I'm Eve Libertine. All right, well, I guess, I'll, I guess for lack of anything better to do, as the guy who can only shoot guns, I'll just run down and go, ah, and shoot my gun. I'm sure you'll, you'll be right there to help me. Uh, absolutely. Um, uh, I have a severe seafood addiction. <laughs> a distinctive style. I'm sure that... <laughs> uh, well, how do I kill things, Spencer? What do I do? Where am I looking here? Uh, I mean, you have like some guns somewhere. Like I shoot them. 
All right, where? At the ghouls. Okay, and Dan, you're just running. You're running down. I'm going. Ah! I have both guns in my hand, and I'm just firing. Okay. Just Holy firing God also crowd. is firing. And part part of what I'm doing is sarcastic, <laughs> because I'm tired of people saying I'm a coward. But the truth is, I'm a tactician, and a and a procrastinator. But if this is bravery, ah! <laughs> so who's all doing stuff? I got you two. Anyone else doing anything? Uh, I, 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 can I fire the Aris uh, assault rifle? Just yep. blanket the area. <laughs> sure. Yeah, now we're talking. And um, I have a ranged weapon. Mm-hmm. I'd like to shoot that as well. Okay. So everyone's just shooting. All right. Jim Nightblade leaps off the top of the gas station and launches himself into the fray, firing while yelling semi-sarcastically, Oh, look at me! (laughs) He pops two or three ghouls in their body parts as Eve Libertine also fires her weapons. Oh, yeah. At the ghouls, dropping. Let me use some of this astral combat, too. (laughs) I see there's a four next to it. That's not a gun, though. It's combat. <laughs> all right. Utilizing his astral combat, he realizes all the ghosts he could be attacking right now. <laughs> oh, ha ha ha. <laughs> I'll get to them later. <laughs> Continuing to hail to hail the enemy with their fiery bullets. I don't know what the fuck. Anyway, firing many Automatic weapons, bullets plunge into the zombies, killing at least, killing seven of them. No, see, that's good, that's good. Three surround Jim Nightblade, but the rest seem to be scared and running away. Did you say 30? Three. Oh. Not not too bad. Yeah. They lunge. Nano whip. Well, they're lunging. Well, nano whip, they're lunge. They lunge, and you, yeah, no, you definitely dodge out of the way. Whoa. It seems the ghouls are not too dexterous. Looks like you guys aren't too dexterous. (laughs) Might I recommend some calisthenics in the morning and, uh, oh, not being a ghoul? Goulburn. <laughs> Where'd you go? Yeah, what happened? He had to, I mean, obviously, take a shit, right? There's no other reason to leave. It's very subtle. <laughs> very subtle. <laughs> Hortigard, with his combat sense, expertly drops a few zombies. And but then he, sees, <laughs> then he sees Jim Nightblade being surrounded. Being surrounded I called in the ghouls. Air, I called in the airstrike. <laughs> Ortegard, you got you got crazy reflexes, so you're the only one who can act right now. <laughs> you make a poo-poo. <laughs> so obviously your skills are focused on the negative, right? <laughs> uh, I guess it could have been a pee-pee. No. Uh, it was it was the latter. 
<laughs> that was fast, then. Well, you, right. you, you didn't. Uh, yeah, you, yes. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> soylent, soylent blue is not what it used to be. Um, Save him, Horgard. From Save zombies. Using Christ, blades. I'm tossing blades. Okay. What what blades do you have to toss? Uh, the uh, what sort of blades? I think the about? combat hatchet's the only uh, the only blade you have. So I'm going to so wield. Actually, I'm not going to toss. I'm going to wield it. I'm going to walk into the situation, uh, moving as fast as I can, reacting <laughs> quickly and uh, swinging. Wait, what? With murderous what? okay, murderous intent with anything that is uh, a problem. <laughs> Walking quickly with murderous intent. <laughs> You wield your axe wildly. You leap off the gas station roof. You land on top of a zombie. Coming down with your hatchet, you cleave the other one in half. In twain is like I, what I'd like to call it. Right in twain. <laughs> Cleft in twain was it's a really old D&D thing we did once. Yeah, episode eight. Something like Those that. Those were the days. <laughs> one zombie remains. Really? Really? Oh, the re- a lot of <laughs> them scattered. He just we're killed eight two. Now we're the bad guys. Though. We're just going to gather around him. <laughs> Where are you going, Zombie? Yeah, let's leave. <laughs> it's Saturday night. <laughs> we just start taunting it and waiting for a zombie cop to show up to say, uh, Is it possible that Hodegar could fly off, uh, fire off a flashbang? Yep. Flashbang. Sure. To possibly stop, uh, stop the zombie in his tracks. Well, it's blind. But a concussion. Sure. Might do a thing. So this is what... Do we this need is, to this question is, this zombie? Sorry, before this, we kill this, it. Yeah, yeah. Find out what it knows. Yeah. <laughs> I know I'm the overzealous one, but... Everybody, Eve, Eve, everybody stand down. Eve's going to question the zombie, the ghoul. All right. Get in there. I What's mean, your... I can heal things, well, is what I'm saying. Well, if he doesn't talk or she, then we don't heal. We'll say... Tell us the truth, uh, and she'll heal you. Right. Okay. Yeah. All right. You get what I'm saying. You guys, you guys got your, your fingers in the pulls of the ghoul population. Yeah. <laughs> what I'm doing is, I'm, I, what I'm trying healed. to say is, I'm pushing my thumb into the ghoul's wound, trying to, you know, get it to talk. You want to make physical contact with an infected beast. It's a good beast. way to get HHMVVV. <laughs> well, just okay, ghoul. You come, come on, ghoul. Tell him what you know you about get? wandering the streets <laughs> of the future and trying to eat people. Why are it's you not here? Austin Why? Powers. There's no ghoul captain. We're Cap- not. They just came out of a play. They didn't come out of the suitcase. There's no. We can't reason with them at all. Yeah. Why are you assuming all this? Even if we could, is what I'm saying. If what if they were the smartest rats in the world? Be like, what are you doing, rat? He'd be like, what do you think? I'm walking around and shit. <laughs> You're here in my story. It's not... I, I'm interrogating you. The ghoul should be asking us, where can I eat you? <laughs> he has no information for us. He's a mouth with legs. This is some kind of crazy cyber steampunk world. I don't know what the rules are. It's half magic, half technology. I don't know what ghouls are in this world. I have some uh, facility with spell casting. Is there some sort of uh, spell... 
um, I'm searching my brain, I'm trying to pull out something that might uh, 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 latch onto that kernel of human that might still be left within the zombie's consciousness. I mean, I don't know, man. You gotta check your spells. I have uh, said the level is five. I don't. I'm looking at. Well, I'm, I'm gonna go over to the briefcase while this is happening. Okay. Is it still? Does so it while still, Spencer is laughing, does it still have the barricade on it? Yeah, yeah, it does. I, I, uh, I, I, I go. Hey, you wanna lower the barricade? I, I, this, this encounter's made me b- b- antsy. Sure. I'll lower the barricade. You do that. You hear beeping. I open the briefcase. You see nothing inside except for a small transceiver. Fucking cock Emitting beeping. (laughs) Shit fucker. The ghoul that Ridley was talking to starts going crazy and crazed. It starts thrashing around trying to swipe at anything within reach. But they put a fucking ghoul magnet in the goddamn... God, all this trick in the fucking book... Fucking ghoul magnet! We fell for the goddamn three-card money of 2057. <laughs> fucking ghoul magnet! It's like, it's like... Uh, uh, what are we, fucking idiots? Ghoul magnet! So, are you stomping on it or anything? Or do you want me to put the barrier back up again? No, or? just, I mean, no. Take the ghoul magnet. It's if we, we can sell it at a can we turn fair. It off? What? Can we turn it off? Well, like, who can I mean, you turn it off really by killing the ghoul, like, the ghoul magnet. I mean, I, honestly, I, I, I mean, you're talking to a person who's just at the end, at the end of his rope. I just I feel like such an idiot. I've changed my mind so many times on this job. And we get the, the, the guy killed. We didn't do anything right. I'm a bad shadow runner. We got tricked by a ghoul magnet. <laughs> Hordegard fires off a shock round in the direction of the flashing, thrailing, thrashing beast. <laughs> in the hopes that this will stop him from the, golfing. You mean the ghoul, right? Yes, the ghoul. You do that, and it does that. I noted, Melissa. <laughs> so, at, so at least we've solved this, this half of the question. Melanie. <laughs> no, no, I, I know my place now. That's okay. <laughs> The ghoul is down for the count. Ghoul magnet. (laughs) (sighs) All right, well. But not forever. In the interim, you two can work this out for yourselves. Well, now you know what happens. We've got to figure out how to end end the chapter. Dramatic pickup of the briefcase? (laughs) It's a briefcase. It's an empty briefcase. Somebody gave us this ghoul magnet, right? Yeah. Oh, but who? The people that were here and shot everybody. Oh, I wasn't. I don't know. I'm new to this story. I don't know. <laughs> it's the people they hired us. They, they, we don't know who they are. They're the people that wanted the information about the BTL oh, I chips. Know. Can we look at like a serial number on the ghoul magnet, trace it back to its manufacturer, and then <laughs> find out who ordered it and all that kind of stuff? Why not? I mean, the funniest thing in the world would be if we ended up on a different adventure at a ghoul magnet factory. <laughs> That's a big response. Thank you for responding. Uh, Ryan Ridley, our guest comptroller. Melanie, our Australian Dr. Fred. Demorge Brown, our long-suffering hard-pooping soccer fan. 
Spencer Crittenden. Spencer Crittenden, our game master. Nemesis. Chris, our director in the back, and Kevin Day, our technician in the room, Dustin Marshall, and all the people that that, that Jeff's uh, normally supposed to thank, so I have an excuse for not not thanking him right now. Uh, Oh, and Zach, the audio mania. Uh, See you next week.